Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the Comic Geek Roundtable. My name is Tom Van Orden, your podcast director. Joining me today are... Managing Editor Adam Hauk. And... David Moulton from the Dune Saga Podcast. Hello, David Moulton of the Dune Saga Podcast. How are you? <laughs> I'm doing well, thanks. Uh, hello, Adam. Hi. How are you? I'm uh, pretty good. Finally saw that movie that you wouldn't shut the fuck up about. Yeah, right? Good, isn't it? It was okay. You liar. You loved it. I specifically last night said, as we left the theater, I said, oh man, I cannot wait to tell Adam that I thought this movie was just okay. You lie. You lie. <laughs> you, did not, you loved it and you know it. What movie is this? Deadpool. Deadpool was good. Yeah, no, I, saw- oh, no, I completely agree with you. I thought it was really good, but... Adam has been spouting about okay. it nonstop, so all I wanted to do was because we wanted to talk about it, and you guys hadn't seen it, so we couldn't talk about it. Yeah, well, we like, still can't. Robert talk about still it. hasn't seen it, but he's not here, so we can talk about it. Robert will never see it. So uh, <laughs> I've been I've been twisting his arm to see it. I mean, for all intents and purposes, Deadpool did what it does and did it very well. Yeah, uh, this is what I had to say about Deadpool. I saw it, I loved it, I went to see it again, and, and I, I was hated it. no, I was just kind of like. Yeah, this is still good, but it's just not like I didn't leave the theater with the same high. Right, right. Because because it's a shock value, and I realized that, and I'm like, I can. I mean, I still very much appreciate it for what it is, and I still highly recommend it. I still like it, but it was very different the second time around. I actually saw it again uh, for the third time on Friday. Yeah, yeah. The first time I went, it was with uh, my regular regular group of friends, and then I went um, the day after with my roommates. And then I just went again because one of my friends who really isn't into comic books, but he would get the humor. Mm-hmm. So we took him to see it, and he actually had a pretty good time. Yeah, it's good. I, I The only thing I will say is the after credits scene. Oh, yeah. I was, I was actually kind of annoyed with myself that I sat there for that. Oh, like halfway through the credits, I'm like, I'm just thinking, I'm like, this is going to be a one. The after credits scene is going to be a giant troll, isn't it? Because that's something they would do. And it was, yeah, and it was, it was funny. It was really funny. Uh huh. But it, I was so disappointed that I sat there for that. I was like, that's several minutes of my life that I will never get back when I really had to pee at the end of a movie. So, uh, what do you think about his, like, suggestions? Dolph Lundgren for cable? Yeah, I'm about Dolph Lundgren for cable. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Actually, I really think the guy from Avatar, I forget his name. I think he's, uh, like, he's like Chris. Pine Pratt. No, 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 no. The old guy, the, the villain from. Oh, that dude. Yeah. Uh, he he shit. looks like Tom. Look that up. Like I don't remember who that guy was. Oh, who am I looking? He at? does look like Cable. You're right. The the evil general dude from Avatar. The last Airbender. No, no shut no. up. First off, do you like Avatar: the Last Airbender? Not the movie. Yes. Okay. Good. Yeah, because the movie was just called The Last Airbender. Oh, that's yeah. right. Yeah, no, okay. that that movie was. You know, I actually read something that M Night Shyamalan says he would do a second movie, but I guarantee you the universe will not let him. Yeah, let's pray. Can we talk about uh, the guy who plays the bad guy in Avatar? He is exactly who I thought he was. That is Stephen Lang. Stephen Are you Lang. serious? Stephen Lang being a character from a TV show that I am the only person that enjoyed, and that would be <laughs> Terra Nova. That's right. Oh, <laughs> I forgot that was a TV show. Oh, and the, the main guy who I was thinking of was Sam Worthington. He was in Terminator Salvation? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh. Yes, he was. That movie was terrible. Jai Courtney for Cable. Jai Courtney and everything. Captain Boomerang for life. Yes. Megan doesn't understand that uh, my relationship with Captain Boomerang. I don't actually don't think anybody does. Because he <clears> is the <throat> dumbest villain 
in the history of villains. His no, super, there's got to be a dumber. Shut up. His ability is he throws boomerangs at stuff. I know that. It's but there's got to be a dumber villain. Okay, so. But Patrick, the jumper, the leaper. Okay, well, anyway, here's the thing Balloon about. Balloon Man? Here is the thing about Captain Boomerang is they keep putting him on serious supervillain teams. Right. Like right now, he is on the su- in the Suicide Squad movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Again, his main ability is throwing boomerangs. He is teamed up with a guy who is literally a fucking crocodile. <laughs> looks horrible. Huh? That guy looks horrible. Yeah. So what do you mean like cinematically done poorly or just yeah. terrifying? Cinematically done poorly. Well, we've only had a glimpse from the trailer. But so I, I we'll see I, how it goes. It, it's about not, what I, I, I expected from the Snyderverse for Croc yeah. for Killer Croc. Like that's that yeah, everything everything about it is meeting my expectations. When people freaked out about the Joker and his tattoos, I said, "No, Zack Snyder." Yeah. I get this. Like, you, it makes well, I mean, okay. Sense. So I, I talked. I think I talked about this before, but like, um, each iteration of the Joker is a different kind of Joker. Mm-hmm. Like um, Jack Nicholson was the gangster. Heath Ledger was the anarchist. Jared Leto was the psychopath. Thing is, I really like Jared. Jared Leto as, as the Joker, minus the tattoos. Like that yeah, okay. Well, you is, know what? Uh, the tattoos I'm fine with, but the grill? No, actually, the grill is what I like. Really? Yeah, because it, okay. it adds like this weird, like just surreal nature to his face. Uh, that okay. you, can't, you, can't, you can't get... Okay, so think about like the Arkham series of games. Right. Okay, think about Mark Hamill's Joker in the Arkham games. Mm-hmm. He's got that really elongated face with the really exaggerated smile. You yeah. can't get that in real life. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of their way of making his giving his face like a creepy, surreal quality to it is the fact that he's got the grill. I agree with Tommy on this one. The, okay. The thing for me is, is it's not even the body tattoos. It's the facial tattoos that bug me. Oh, I don't. I haven't seen the trailer in a, a few weeks, so I don't remember any like. Well, what tattoos? The, the face, face. I mean, there. I think face tattoos in general are just stupid. I mean, I will say he is genuinely terrifying in the in the thing of the trailer. It was like, oh, I'm not gonna hurt you. Oh. The new the new one uh, really freaks me out. The one with the Bohemian Rhapsody on it. Oh, and that how the, how well done was that trailer? So I, that's I actually said that because of course that trailer played before Deadpool, and I said I leaned over to Megan and I said. um if nothing else, they have proven to us that they can make really fucking good trailers. Absolutely, like every trailer for Suicide Squad has been so good. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's so there's a the moment in that movie in that trailer where it, the music cuts out and it shows him with the guy and he's like, "I can't wait to show you my toys," and he like smacks him in the head and I'm like, "What the fuck is going on?" <laughs> there's like it's a clip good, of right? him laughing around like a pinwheel of knives right like, it's pretty good like yeah. jared leto's a really good actor and i really like him i didn't see people were of course people were like ah jared leto joker ah! but like they were the same way about heath ledger they you know yeah yeah and he was like the quintessential at this oh point oh my god like so i don't know i was always on board with leto especially yeah. and actually i was more on board I was more on board once they showed that picture of him. The first one? Yeah. The killing Joke one? Well, yeah. Well, no, no, not the Killing Joke. The, the actual... The full, first release the, picture yeah, of, the him one of him with like the that shirtless. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. The reason why I was more on board after that point is not necessarily all the tattoos, but the actual, other than that look of him... I was very Joker. He yeah. looked like a Joker. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And as I said, the, the fact that they used the, the metal grill to exaggerate his smile to make him look even more insane, I was on board. 
hundred percent, no question. This is actually a good segue though, because uh, we are going to talk about an article that uh, was posted this week about Zack Snyder uh, hey. and the costumes for the Justice League. Fantastic! Zack Snyder tweeted a picture uh, of him and what's his face, who's playing uh, Aquaman, uh, Jason Momoa. Oh, Cal Drogo. <laughs> yes, Cal Drogo. <laughs> um, but in the background of the tweet, and it's so stupid. Uh, in the background of the tweet is a whole shitload of costumes from the Justice League. Oh, yeah? Including, uh, let's see, I can see the Flash and some sort of nondescript black suit. Uh, and there's a bat cow right there, of course. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, so we are kind of getting a, a better gleam at what the Justice League is going to look like. It won't be long. They start filming, like, the week after the Batman vs. Superman opens. Did you hear that? No, I did not hear that. Yeah. They said that it starts a week after, and they don't because there was all these rumors about how if Batman vs Superman didn't perform, like it was going to delay everything. Mm-hmm. And then they came out, and they were just like, "Nope, one week after it st- we start filming." <laughs> like so, we're going to do it regardless of what yeah. of how uh, Dawn of Justice does. It's, so, really, yeah. it's really funny. Like as a as a group of nerds that gets together and talks about stuff on the internet, I can feel I feel like I can always pretty accurately gauge how successful a movie is going to be on how excited the group of people I hang out with. Right. is to see it and for the most part a lot of the people i know are like yeah it looks kind of silly but like yeah i'll probably go see it so i am i'm not gonna i'm not saying it's gonna reach like dark knight level of popularity and success but it's definitely gonna be successful enough to warrant a sequel yeah but, i mean well at, at this point dc's got to do whatever the hell it, it can to catch up with the dynamo of Marvel. Marvel Cinematic Universe, the brilliant side of this. Batman vs. Superman looks like one of the biggest cinematic clusterfuck superhero movies ever. I'm going to go see it. Yeah. Well, I mean, because, uh, well, that's, like, if you wanted to have a superhero brawl, that's the first thing you go to, is Batman vs. Superman, because it, yeah. that was always a thing. Like, um, someone, I, I, someone on Facebook posted up the clip from the old, uh, the cartoon mm-hmm. when they first met, and, uh, how Superman uses his X-ray vision to see through Batman's cowl, and then Super or Batman uh, throws a tracer on him and watches him from afar and figure out figures out that he's Clark Kent. Uh, Clark Kent, yeah, and like that's just like that's just like them doing their thing, and it's brilliant. Yeah, you know, I, it's not the Batman versus Superman part that bothers me. It's the it, the, the reason that it's become such a clusterfuck in I think a lot of people's minds is just the fact that they shoved. So many characters, right? They're introducing so many characters in this movie. I do, and not as an ensemble already, just like background shit. I do, I do wonder um, how it relates um, to something like Civil War, where like Civil War says to us, "Well, we have character. All these characters are in Civil War, and they're introducing characters in Civil War. They're introducing Black Uh, Panther. They're introducing Spider Man. -Man. Yeah, so that's it. That's it, though, right? There's uh, like four. There's like minor characters. Well, regardless, most of them have already been established, so you don't really yeah. need anything well, else. No, I mean Spider-Man. There's literally nothing that has ever been hinted at about Spider-Man in the Marvel Cinematic Universe at all. Well, that's because they just yeah. got the rights. to I'm it. just saying, like, there's no there's no setup well, for Spider-Man. They're gonna have to explain all of him in that. There movie. is an Ant-Man. Yeah. What? Yeah, an Ant-Man when he's looking for Ant-Man at, at the end. They say we've got a guy who who spins webs, a guy who crawls on walls. A guy who, uh, something like a list, something like a spider. Huh. Basically, they just go down the list and do it and do all of Spider-Man's abilities. Nice. Um, but, but, but it's 
the thing about that is that all these characters, while they're going to be in this movie, in this movie, mm-hmm. it doesn't seem like they're going to be major players in it. Like, like it doesn't feel overcrowded. Like everything I've heard about Civil War tells me that this is a Captain America movie. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Everybody else is in it, but this is a Captain America movie. That's why they chose to do it as Captain America Civil War instead of Avengers Civil War. Or something Plus he's like going to die. Huh? Plus he's going to die. Somebody's going to die. Um, Captain America's going to die. Uh, maybe. It depends on whose contract is up. Well, uh, I think it's Robert Downey Jr.'s. His is going for the longest. Yeah, but uh, the thing of it is is that uh, RDJ is then, after I heard after his contract expires, uh, he's on board for film-by-film film basis. Ad infinitum, like okay, until the end so of time. I, but if if we don't have, like for me personally, like if we don't have the the core Avengers team in Infinity uh, Infinity Wars Part One, like I'm gonna be upset. Well, I, so I'm like 85 percent sure that that will be a thing. Yeah, here's here's what came out from Latino comic or whatever. Those guys always like, the, yeah, the ones that always leak shit. The leak. <laughs> <laughs> so here, here's what here's here's what they said. They said that right now. The, the going rumor is that Cap dies okay. in this movie, just like in the comic, because in the comic in Civil War, Cap, it ends with Captain America's assassination Okay, by Crossbones, who's also in the movie. Oh, I forgot about Crossbones. I love that guy. Yeah. yeah. So I love the guy they got to play him, too. Yeah, I agree. I agree. So, um, And I like how they introduced him softly in the previous. Yeah, it, like it only, only like actually, it, if you didn't know anything about Crossbones, you wouldn't even notice it in right. Winter Soldier. Exactly, exactly. So, anyway, uh, the going thing is the person with the longest running contract currently in all of the Marvel universe is the guy who plays Winter Soldier. Has Bu- the, has Bucky? the has the biggest movie deal, um, not money wise, but. How many times he's supposed? You know, they all get like you have to show up this many times, yeah. and every time they show up counts. He's got the biggest one, really. And so the current thing is that he'll take over, just like in the comics, he'll take over as Captain America yeah. uh, from this point on. But by the time Infinity Wars comes around, of course, Cap will be back because in the comics he doesn't actually die, right? So he dies. Yeah. So there'll be something no to spoiler. Yeah, there'll be something. But supposedly, uh, what's his fake? Chris Evans will be back because his contract's very close to being up. Right. But he'll be back for Infinity Wars at least the second half. I'm as far just, as as far as everything I've heard, every all of the main line Avengers are signed up for Infinity War. Yeah. Like last I heard, I'm just so. Or excited at least for at least Infinity have Wars. set have talked about it to an extent that I would believe that they're probably uh, a little. It involved. would be so easy to bring them back too because you're dealing with the Infinity Gauntlet and all you need is. For him to warp reality in some way. Right. And yeah. as a ripple effect, Captain America's alive again. You know what I mean? Yeah. So from what we saw at the, the at the teaser um at the the teaser end credit scene from Ultron, uh Thanos grabs the gauntlet, mm-hmm. but it has no stones in it. Right. So we can so there are three stones that are already found. I thought it was four. Pretty from what I know, from what I know, there's th- was there one because I haven't seen the Thor movies. Was there one in Thor movies? Yeah. Which one was that? Uh, it's the red one. The oh, really? Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. so that is four. Yeah. Yeah. It's what is that one called? So the mind the purple gem. One, the purple one's the power stone. Right. The orange one is the mind stone, which we've seen. And the blue one is the I think I, I think it's the time stone. That's the Tesseract. Uh, so here's the scoop, kids. Blue is mind. According to this uh, random no, thing I found on time. Wikipedia, let's chill, kids. This random thing I found on Wikipedia: the space gem is the Tesseract. 
Okay. The soul gem has not been seen yet. Which is the green one. No, the green, the orange one. But the orange one was the mind stone. Yeah. Uh, the mind gem is the blue one. That's the scepter. That's what this is saying. I don't fucking know. That's that. Hold no, on. They, they, I, I know they picture. changed it. For, I know they changed it for the movies. But yes. the Mind Stone. Okay. Oh my god. I hate Marvel. Everything <laughs> about them. So yes, in real life, the Mind Gem is red. The Reality Gem is orange. The Power Gem <clears> is yellow. The Space Gem is green. The Time Gem is blue, and the Soul Gem is purple. However, in the comics, that is. Yeah, that is in the comics. However, in the films, the Space Gem is blue. The Soul Gem is orange. Reality gem is red. The time gem is yellow. Power gem is purple. Mind gem is blue. I don't know why they saw a fit to. I don't. Do I don't that. get that either. But regardless. Uh, okay, so so Vision gem, has soul gem in him. The space yeah. gem is uh, the tesseract. Uh, so that's that. Uh, soul gem has not been seen yet. The reality gem is the aether from uh, Thor two. Really, that's reality. Okay. Uh, hey, just tell I saw what I'm see seeing on the internet. Um. The time those. gem is not been found yet. The power gem is the orb from uh, Guardians. Guardians, and the uh, blue, the mind gem was the scepter. The of scepter. Loki. Yep. Yeah. So wait, wait, wait. You just said the mind gem was the scepter of Loki. That's the one in the Vision. Is it? That's the soul gem is in Vision. No. What did you just say? Hold, please. Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. They're yeah. the same. Yeah. The I just watched yeah. Ultron the other night. Yeah. Again. I mean, so yeah. that's the case, but that doesn't... Whatever. That's, 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 so that's three, the confusing thing. Mission. Why... Okay, so the mind gem was There's two orange. missing. And, like, for some reason, like, Loki's scepter, like, had a blue glow to it. Because it... Uh, I think that... Did did they just fuck up and then just not care? And then just like, up, oh, up, this is happening now. See, I, up until Age of Ultron, I just thought... The scepter had been powered by the tesseract. See, that's what I thought too. But and then obviously the, the MacGuffin was inside of it. But was it was it yellow when it came out of the? Mm-hmm. Okay. So the thing huh? is, uh, who knows? I, I I know nothing. I have nothing but the information I've given you. So he's just going to. So at the anyway. at the end of the day, all that matters is we still have not even seen two of the gems. Yeah, but so Thanos has three of them. Because we've seen four, and Thanos has three. Or, no, he has two, because the Tesseract is in uh, Asgard. But he's got... He's got Wait, the, how, does he have, how does he have that, though? He has the ether, because they give it to the Collector, who then says oh. he's giving it to Thanos. Okay. And he has... What was the other one? Um, uh-oh. He has, he has one of the other ones from the other movies, where it was an equally, like... Ambiguous. So we have, have the now. orb. The orb is in Prime. Nova Prime. Okay. So the four that we have seen are Loki's staff, the Aether, the orb, and the Tesseract. Okay. So he ha- he only has one then. Sorry. Yeah. So he's got one. So he's got the Aether, yeah. which is the... The red. The reality. The reality. So. <clears throat> and... It's... I, I honestly... This actually is starting to bother me. The that color, why they changed it? The yeah. color change this is, is it doesn't make really sense. Really I, don't know. Me. I mean, I get why they retconned like some ori- origin stories, but like Wait, that? Here, here's the real question is if this is what they were going to plan on doing, why not just No, never mind, that would be stupid. Why not just change what each thing does or like just change the color of the thing? Like the orb didn't have to be purple. 
The purpleness of the orb had nothing to do with anything. I don't think that Thanos was their end goal when you went when you go back far enough. Like to, so, Loki's scepter and the Tesseract. Yeah, I don't, like I don't think they knew what they were. At the that's time. what I was thinking. Like Loki's scepter originally was supposed to be like part of the Tesseract, and then when they was like, oh, I think we're going to introduce Thanos now, but Loki's scepter has the Mind Stone, which is yellow. Let's not explain it. Let's just do it and not care. Because because like you know in Thor. They show a gauntlet that's the reverse of the Infinity Gauntlet in the in the chest or in the in the like locked up room okay. where the Tesseract is kept. So everyone thought that was the Thanos one, but obviously it's not because it has all the gems in it and it's the wrong hand. It's right. the opposite hand. You're gonna watch those today. Uh, so you can skip the first one. I'm not. I'm, I'm not to. going to because of the fact that I can't. No, but you seriously. Can. I'm no, surprised, I, I know I'm surprised I could, you didn't but I watch it in can. order. I, you know, I I saw Iron Man and I saw Iron Man. I, honestly, um, I saw Iron Man. What was it Iron Man and then Thor? That, well, then it was Thor. Oh, okay, yeah, I, I guess Thor Man. just kind of like skipped over me. Is it Thor? Oh my Iron God! Man. Tommy, what? look up look up the yeah. list of the order of movies. It's, well, Hulk is first. Yeah. Oh, I constantly forget about that. And then, and then Iron Man. No, no, no. no Iron, Iron Man, Man was Iron, first. Yes, Iron Man, and Hulk, then Hulk, then Iron Man two, then Thor, then Thor. Yeah. Okay. Then Captain America. Then Captain America. All right, kids, shut the fuck up. I'm about to school <laughs> you. Iron Man, The Incredible Hulk, Iron Man two, Thor, Captain America, The Avengers. So literally, how we were just yeah. saying. Yeah. And then Iron Man three, Thor: The Dark Crap. World. The Winter Soldier, Guardians of the Galaxy, Age of Ultron, Ant-Man. Yeah. Starting Phase 3 will be Civil War. Yeah. Sweet. And then Doctor Strange, Guardians Volume oh, 2. Oh, Doctor Strange. Oh, my God. Spider-Man, Ragnarok, Black Panther, Infinity War Part 1, Ant-Man and the Wasp, Captain Marvel, Infinity War Part 2, and then Inhumans. Ooh. I heard that Inhumans might get canceled, though. Really? Yeah. I mean, I... Well, Maybe if they can no, this we, you know what sucks. Well, they've already introduced Inhumans and Agents of Shield, and so they're kind of oh, like yeah. So it's well, like oh, we've already got our Inhumans thing going on here. We don't need. The well, what really in. sucks too is that like the Inhumans are supposed to be a replacement for like the X Men, mm-hmm. yeah. uh, and we have clearly shown that Fox is going to keep making money because they just put out a really good superhero movie. You know, yeah. that so was it's, a- it's like a catch twenty two. Like I'm so stoked that Deadpool did well, right. but I'm like, god damn it now. Now 20th Century Fox has something to hold over Marvel. Exactly. And and you knew that too, seeing the movie. Like, it was like a lot of it was just a middle finger to Mar- Marvel with their flagrant use of the word mutant. And that thing that suspiciously looked like the Valiant at the end. Mm-hmm. I loved my favorite line, uh, minor spoiler, is uh, when he's at the, uh, at the school mm-hmm. and he opens the door and he goes, <laughs> man, that's a really big building. But I only ever see two of you. It's almost like the studio didn't have enough money to pay for any real yeah. X-Men. Oh, it's so good. That's yeah, so good. I was I that surprised me. I knew that they were like I knew that Colossus and uh Negasonic Teenage Warhead were going to be in uh the film. Like mm-hmm. obviously everybody knew that they're in all the fucking trailers. Um but I didn't realize how blatantly they'd be like Professor Professor Xavier's school for gifted youngsters. Like, just the exact set, the exact plane, like, everything from the X-Men. Yeah. Were like, huh, interesting. And it even it even lists uh, Deadpool as the sixth movie in the uh, the Marvel franchise. For 
X-Men franchise, you mean? Or, yeah, that's what I said. No, it's not. Shh. <laughs> don't, don't question it. Honestly, like, I've been playing a little bit of Destiny, and uh, every time, like, some, like, BS kill on me happens, I've been using the, uh, Dope Bender. What was that? <laughs> so. What's this, what system do you play on? What, what system do you play Destiny on? PS4. Yeah. I don't even know who you are. <laughs> Xbox for life. I play it. I play it on PC. I don't want an X bone. You don't play. No, it on you, PC. you. No, you do not. It's I not do. out on PC. I play it doesn't on exist. PS4. Um, here's the deal. Here's the deal. As far as consoles, there, Dave. I'm gonna explain to you some stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm not uh, pay as a PC gamer, it is better for me to buy a PlayStation Four because there's more exclusives. Micro. Well, it doesn't matter because Microsoft always throws their exclusives on PCs eventually anyway. Right. That, yeah. That's what I mean. yeah. <laughs> if it's not Halo, they'll yeah, be like, ah, fuck it. You'll get a PC release. Someday. Yeah, exactly. We Wait, will it. we have a PC release for Halo 5? We, no, that's never happening. Damn. They need, because as long as Microsoft keeps pretending like, uh, Xboxes exist in a void, they will continue to only release Halo on those consoles. Uh, so anyway, we're going to take this opportunity to take a break real quick. I'm going to read uh, a lovely advertisement. So just be prepared to be advertised at. Do you want to make a website? Want guaranteed uptime and WordPress support? DreamHost is a powerful web host with packages built for consumers and business. DreamHost powers CommonGeek.tv along with tons of other sites. If you want your ideas to reach the world and want quality service, go to DreamHost.com and use the offer code CommonGeek to get 10% off of one year of hosting. That's DreamHost.com, offer code CommonGeek. That is us. We are the common geek. All right, Dave. So when you walked in here, you were flaunting something in your hand, and you said, I have something to talk about on the podcast. So speak at me, man. Okay. You guys might know that in my time, I have gone to movies and cosplayed. I even went to Comic-Con as the Hulk once. I did see. I've seen several of those pictures. And that was a lot of fun. But... None of my adventures into the cosplay universe have ever been of a serious enough nature that I've spent money of, you know, more than like 20 bucks or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, like my Optimus Prime outfit was made out of cardboard boxes. As it should be. As it yep. should be. <laughs> yep. um, and, uh, you know, the Hulk was just like old clothes I ripped and, and, well, yeah. and paint. Um, Star Trek is celebrating its 50th anniversary this year. Ooh. And... For the first time in over 10 years, there's an official Star Trek convention in New York called Star Trek Mission New York or something. It's at the same building they have the New York Comic Con. Uh, the Javits Center. At the Javits Center. And I am going. Nice. Got Woo! my tickets the other day. And I just, my friend and I were like, fuck it. Like, we should get uniforms. Absolutely. And I was like, you know what? Up until this point, I've always been like, it's kind of sad. But now that there's like an official one, I'm like going it going to do it and so i'm a big guy so it's not easy to find uh costumes and uh so i looked online and i was like like i mean i guess like some of them are all right if i have to settle i found a girl uh i didn't find her we were already friends on facebook but she's an avid cosplayer but she also makes all of her own costumes okay and i approached her and i said look i want a voyager class jacket and i want I, I, I want it to fit me properly. Um, would you be interested in commissioning this? And not only is she interested, she's already made two Voyager class, uh, <laughs> for other, for other people, and they look 
amazing. So nice. I was like, I'm sold. I was like, whatever your price is, totally fine. I'm willing to pay it for something that fits. So not only am I excited about that, but I went ahead and ordered my communicator pin oh, and my pips. That's awesome. And they came the other day, and they're nice, like, shiny, really nice-looking metal. It doesn't look fake or anything like that. Wow. And take it out. You can look at it. It's, it's uh, I was really impressed. And these were, you know, not the most expensive, but also not the cheapest. But uh, I, I was reading, like, all the reviews on it were like, this is what you need to go for. For when for these, uh, and it's just like they're nice. So I'm really excited to be a science officer on the USS Voyager. Oh, that is that is super nice. So my big my big question now is okay is do I go forward and purchase a replicator rep like a um, a replica of the hologram thing? For my shoulder, I don't want to be a. Do- I don't want to be the doctor, right? But I mean, at the same time, like you can get the little thing that looks like the mobile holo- hologram. But then, oh, well, that's cool. That's I. I think you absolutely probably should just yeah. just yeah. to say you have it. But then, yeah, really. you know, you gotta you'll have to clarify people. Yeah. People are like, no, no, no. I'm just a regular old science officer. It's I'm just fine. emergency science officer. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm, 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 I'm nobody special. You don't know me. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually from the Voyager. Thanks. <laughs> what uh, what I think I would do if uh, if I were going to that, I would um, cosplay as the fallen red shirt. <laughs> I would just have like a red shirt, and there'd be like a scorch mark like on it or something, and just like get like a little like fake blood coming out from the side of my mouth. I, I've seen several uh, awesome cosplays along that same line that were uh, zombie red shirts. Oh, that's they, fantastic! Red shirts. They have like the they have the burn mark in the, in yeah. the shirt. Oh, but they're, that's like, so but good. They have zombie makeup on. <laughs> that's brilliant. Red shirts revenge. Well, that's. Very exciting. I didn't that actually know that there was cool. an official Star Trek comic. I didn't know that either. And that's actually, yeah, and you said uh, 50th anniversary. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. That is insane. Uh, a couple weeks ago, I went to, they're doing, they did what's still going on. They're doing a 50th anniversary symphony tour of Ooh. music from uh, Star It was in Reading. They, they had a stop in Reading. And uh, that was amazing. Like, I mean, one, if you like, the symphony it's great too it's like the the stage was done up like the bridge of the um next generation enterprise and then they had a screen in the back and they showed clips and like had and stuff in the background to the music so it was awesome please uh if you see like i know there will be but take pictures of any Jordy LaForge costume <laughs> because he's by far like one of my favorite characters on the next generation i saw they had like, when I was looking at like different kinds of replicas, because I was thinking you can get like some really nice looking data pads and stuff to carry around, uh, I, I saw like someone who makes the Jordi LaForge visors. Oh, that's cool. And, I mean, I wear glasses, so it's not really an option for me. But because um, I don't wear contacts, with my my buddy, I was like, he would be the person to do this. I should tell him about this. Oh, you know, um, now that I remember, uh, I think it was was it last year that. Reading Rainbow is doing its Kickstarter thing. Yeah, yeah. I, re- I remember because I wrote about it and like some of the one of the um, rewards for backing it. It was like one of the really high ones, like five thousand dollars or something. But 
uh, LeVar Burton would actually let you wear the visor. Really? Yeah. And, like, that is just the coolest thing ever. Like, wow. Like, you, you, like, it was like you go to, you go have a dinner with LeVar Burton and he'd let you wear the visor. I'm like, that is so cool. <laughs> it's like, sorry, LeVar, I'm never taking this off. Sorry, I, I was still on the, my Google search for yeah, Infinity Stones and I just want to die. Just I think everything. Alt F4 that. Uh, the Mind Stone was yellow and it was yellow inside Loki's staff, but for some reason, Loki's staff's abilities were blue. Yeah, no, that's that's what we were saying, because yeah. uh, like, it, it's like they just kind of didn't realize they were going to Thanos yeah. at that time, and they're like, oh, the Tesseract is already one of the blue stones, so... Uh, Whatever. Dumb shit. Yeah. So, okay, so David, we cannot have you on this podcast without asking you about your adventures in Dune. Oh, yes, please. Um, if you would, regale us with your tales of glorious literary masterpieces. Where well, one of our hosts died uh, from uh, severe overreading. Yeah. It just became too much. Yeah, that's uh, it. So we've been working through that. <laughs> the other host uh, had to marry his cousin to keep going. Uh, it's been a lot of just drama, drama, drama. Dear God. And who is going to take Sally to the Dune dance? I don't even know. <laughs> you, guys, you guys now need to sponsor an event called. <laughs> oh my god! Absolutely. <laughs> so, um, so how far? How much more do you have left? Because you and I talked about it a little bit yesterday, but yeah, not a lot. Um, so just power through it. <laughs> yeah, we. So we've been going for two and a half years almost. So, um, and it's been great. The last couple have been kind of. Uh, soft because when we finished the series proper, we moved on to Dune related books, but not Dune story. Okay. So we did Road to Dune, which was like a collection of, um, when Dune first started, it was a serial in, uh, science fiction books or uh-huh. magazines. So it's like a bunch of Frank Herbert's short stories based in the universe that were like, written and not published and then um the basically the uh rough draft of dune which is called spice world or spice planet because um, spice world is called it's called disc world no i'm just kidding yeah. Spi- <laughs> yeah spice world and it's it's like very different um very hard to read uh and had some information about being published and then after that we read dune d-o-o-n by National Lampoon, <laughs> um, where the worms are giant pretzels um, on the planet Arrakis, where uh, beer flows up from the ground. I'm not going to lie to you. If I had gotten to that point in my life that I was reading that book, I would just jump right out the window. Uh, I, understand, I understand how, how all right, these no, horrible yeah. things have happened to you. Look, let me, let me put it this way. We, when we sat down to review National Lampoon's Dune, only one of the three hosts had actually finished the book and it's only like 120 pages <laughs> i i only had like 20 pages to go or something like that um and scott had only read about 20 pages and was like nope <laughs> so that didn't go over very well and then this week we're going to record we read uh we read um dreamer of dune which is his biography which actually is fantastic but it's not about science fiction, so I mean it's not it's not a science fiction book, so we don't know how many people have read it. But 
starting next month, we are jumping back into the Dune universe for uh, the school books. That's where we Sisterhood of Dune. So they're they're still writing these books. And when we we read everything chronologically, when we, we there was the there's like a first trilogy, and then there's a couple thousand years jump, and until before the next trilogy, where they're writing books that take place right after the first trilogy. When we started, there was only one. Now there's two, and the third one's due out in September. So uh, we're gonna we're gonna read the first two, probably talk to the authors, and then we'll be done until. September, unless we get some, you know, work something out for a preview deal or something like that. But um, that's our basic gist. And then we'll probably just come back every time a new book comes out every couple of years or whatever. But the podcast itself is revamping into a general book club from that point on. So, so we had talked about that on the last podcast that you were here, and we had offered some suggestions. Last I heard, you told me you were reading Encyclopedia Britannica. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that was your next adventure. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> We're going to start with the first volume and then just read uh, every edition. You know, you know what you need? You need that uh, that classy orchestral music. The do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do. <laughs> uh, we haven't decided on what we're reading. I think last that we talked about it was looking like... It's the like, non-existent extended Star Wars universe? Yeah. No, we were looking at... Um, we were looking at going for... Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Oh, that's that's good. That would be fun. So I think that's the first. And I think I, I mentioned last time I was really pushing for the opportunity to read the Aragon books. Yeah. Oh, I've heard uh, – I actually had never had the chance to read them myself even though I think I, I do own the first one. Um, but I've heard – like my roommate is – he loves them. Yeah, like, man, no, I, yeah, I don't know anyone else who's read them. And I love them. Well, I mean, I'm not like Lord of the Rings level. I, them, I, heard, I really I did hear them. that the movie was just terrible. Oh, though. yeah. I will never watch it. Yeah. I mean, I, just, I don't was, see how it could. Yeah, from what I heard, it was pretty terrible. But the the books, they, they seem phenomenal. There's uh, four? Three? Mm -hmm. Four? There's four. And the, sec the thing is, the second one is like, I think it's the biggest one. Mm -hmm. um, but it's, it's really weird. So it definitely takes a tonal change because the first one's very like, Kind of like a lighter, younger read, I guess, if you want to. Because he was very young when he wrote it. Right. And then the second one is just so crammed with, like, backstory. And it's very heavy on, like, the human characters and not, like, the, the fantasy part. And you're kind of like, this is kind of dragging. But And I, and I, at that point I thought, is this series going to be worth finishing? But most unlike most things that you read, like, everything that happens in that second book... All that like really boring stuff really pays off in the next two, and and that was something I was like, I really have a huge appreciation for the second book now. So, nice. Anyway, kind of like the Lord of the Rings. Oh, wait, sorry, I turned that off. I said kind of like the Lord of the Rings. Uh, the Two Towers, the movie, mm -hmm. uh, was horrible. Well, not horrible, but it was slow and it was slow, boring yeah. and it was awful. And Return then, of the King is by far the best. Yeah. Well, when you step in and you watch the extended edition of the Two Towers. The extent, all the things that they cut for, and then they put back in for the extended edition, actually make it the best. Like movie. Tom Bombadil? Are we gonna have Tom Bombadil? No, we'll never have Tom Bombadil. No, uh, the best. <laughs> throwing a tantrum over Tom Bombadil. Anyway, <laughs> no, um, but a bunch of the added scenes that they add made the Two Towers then become the best movie. I never did actually see the extended edition. Very good. You have it? It's so good. They're, I do. They're amazing. Robert has it, I think. I don't know. If you have five so hours fun. to invest, yeah. I mean, I'm doing nothing today, so five You've hours got the Thor per movie. Movies to watch. I do. I <laughs> gotta watch Thor. 
Yeah, and we we want me and Megan watched Ant Man recently because we wanted to make sure how, we were. How caught was up. I still haven't seen that either. It was pretty good. I like Paul Rudd. We wanted to make sure we were caught up before Civil War comes out because we're gonna go see that in theaters. I think Ant Man's my favorite one right now. Is it really? I still didn't beat Guardians. Yeah, no, Guardians are pretty awesome. Um, I, I will let you know once I see Thor's in, the Thor's in Ant Man. Um, the thing the thing of it is is that right now I'm I'm very pro Chris Pratt in my life because I was forced to originally against my will and then completely Crud, along Johnny. my will to watch uh, Parks and Rec. Good and show. like I was like That's I like Megan was like no you need to watch this show and I said I don't wanna. And then after like the first season, I then just started watching it. Burt Macklin. Um, I'm actually currently listening to Nick Offerman's book. Oh yeah, How to Paddle Your Own Canoe. No, I'm actually listening. Oh, his to, first book. I'm listening to his second book, Gumption. No, no, this, the, no, the second book is Paddle Your Own Canoe. No, the first book is Paddle Your Own really? Canoe. Yes. Oh, okay. Paddle Your, Your Own, Own Canoe came out in 2013. Okay. Gumption came out in 2015. Well, I've listened to Paddle Your Own Canoe, and I've talked about it here before, but it's it's great. I love Nick Offerman. Nick Offerman's fantastic. Let's bounce back once. To Tolkien and the movies. Okay, oh, yes. let's right. let's let's dip. All right, go for it. I was okay with the Hobbit movies. They were just they were like I enjoyed them. Get the fuck out of my house. But they weren't great. I still haven't seen the second and third one. Here's, I haven't either. Here's the thing. <laughs> here's the thing. If you can say to yourself, I have never seen the Hobbit movies. I've never seen them. I'm I'm going in new and just watch the extended editions. You will find movies that you genuinely enjoy. Okay. okay. I I bought them all when they came out and only watched the first one and it only had I mean at, until recently and my buddy and I are watching through them and the first movie uh, what was it called there back or unexpected journey yeah mm-hmm. they only add thirteen minutes but I'll be damned those thirteen minutes add so much to to the characters there's they sing a lot more just like in the books. Um, they add a whole thing that explains why the elves and the dwarves don't like each other, mm-hmm. like why they wouldn't help them when he when the, oh, wow. when the dragon attack. It makes so much sense, and then uh, like uh, it explains things that happened in the second movie that never get explained because it was all in the extended stuff. Then you watch we so we haven't watched Battle of Five Armies yet, um, but then you watch um, whatever the second one is called. Desolation of Des- Smog. Desolation of Smog. Desolation of... Uh, no, of um, Benedict Cumberbatch. Benedict Cumberbatch. Cumberbuns. So, I just British guy, silly name. I just love that the, the picture of him mo-capping Smog, just like, ah! <laughs> yeah. It's so great. I'm actually, I'm actually going to watch a British man, silly name, uh, this evening. Oh, yeah? We're, um, we're watching uh, the... Whatever. Christmas one? The Sherlock yeah. special thing. I haven't seen that either. The, the timey-wimey one. I love... I lo- see. I like Sherlock a lot. Like the show, I really like it. But I don't know how I feel about it continuing. It being a series. Someone told me it ties in. I don't know how, but someone said it does tie in. Well, the it was the, all the, a the, dream. I'm in the middle of. I'm in the middle of being really cynical about TV shows I love. Um, like I'm watching. We're on season three of House of Cards, and season three of House of Cards is like a slog. Really, the first two seasons are so like quick paced and like really really good. And the third season is really good, but you gotta fucking slog through it. Hmm. And luck, well, and I, I honestly think it has to do with a direct amount of less monologuing. Mm. He monologues less in the third season than he did in the first two, and that to me immediately was like, why am I even here? Yeah, because like I, I came to watch Kevin Spacey break the fourth wall. I did not come here to 
well, you know, see that, presidential drama. That was a thing they did in X Files that I really liked. How it was like the first and second season that it would end with Scully like doing a report and kind of like a, a VO of like recapping and her thoughts on things, and they just kind of like got away from that. And then there was an episode where Mulder did it, where kind of like to switch things up, and like I, I always thought that was that was like pretty good. And I don't know, I just I just kind of miss it. Yeah. Especially since that uh, new miniseries came out. Yeah, I've That's not finished. Zero interest in really? X-Files. Am I the only one that has interest in X-Files? No, you're definitely not. It's a very popular show, but like... I, no, I mean, not not um, a completely, but I mean, out of like... The three of us? Yeah, probably. Us, yeah. Just like 100%. Wow. Well, much like, much like you were the only person who is in this room who is as excited about Deadpool as you were. I was. I, I really liked it, but I wasn't. I don't think I could ever approach approach the level of fervishness that and, you know had. there. And I think there was a time too where uh, I was also the only person excited about Destiny. But I will tell you, I'm going to tell you something about Destiny. Seriously, the literal only reason I bought that game is because my friends played it. Right. That's it. Yeah. Like I, it, I, it's a shooter. You know what I mean? Like I can, my brain can switch off and I can play a shooter. Right. Exactly. That's not rocket science like i'm not playing it because it's a game i went out of my way to do because i enjoyed it if i wanted to pick that game i would pick bloodborne which fuck that game oh my god that game (laughs) uh are you familiar with dark souls dave yeah yeah i know bloodborne okay i was gonna say i think i'm just like destiny's like my jam dude Destiny's great. the only thing i played for the last year and a half honestly i hate pvp i can't what's pissing me off and maybe you guys know because i'm like i obviously i just started like the game um Do you ever find hand cannons that have more than four bullets in them? Yes, actually. I mean, that's my, fucking uh, annoying. The the exotic hand cannon, last word, has a nine-round clip. And it fires really fast. And it, I call it the Texas gun because it literally has a longhorn branded onto it, and you fire it, and you're supposed to fire it from the hip like this. Here's the story, kids. I've played Borderlands. <laughs> Borderlands has Jacobs manufacturing guns. <laughs> <laughs> No, no hand cannon in Destiny so far has ever made me feel like a Jacob's gun does. Oh, uh, the all. last word will make you feel like a Jacob's gun. Because I have a character uh, in the pre-sequel, which you can give a pass if you're listening to this. Nisha. I haven't played it yet. Yeah. So I play as Nisha, the lawbringer, and she has an ability where if you have a gun in one of the, whatever gun you have, it puts a copy of it in your left hand. And you dual wield it, you shoot it from the hip. Um, but... Yeah, the the amount of bullets that just fly out of a person when they have two guns that fire as fast as you can pull the trigger, it's unbelievable. Yeah, it's it's crazy. And then there's Vladoff makes fully automatic pistols, and if Uh you put a pair of those in your hands and you just point at things and everything dies, (laughs) and you're like, you look down, you're like, oh yeah, I only had a hundred bullets and now they're all gone. So, no, I, I like I, the gla- last word is the closest thing you'll find to a Jacob's pistol in I, Destiny. And I'm gonna, I, I will say, I, I'm, I'm enjoying playing it. Like I like the Diablo-ish elements to it, like stuff like that. But I hate missions that require me to be in a party. That drives me insane. They're like, they're, oh, they're you're like, oh, you like, oh, you want to start this mission? Yeah, well, we're gonna go ahead and find three other people for you. Well, <laughs> if, if you if you ever need someone to party up with, just let me know and. I'll hop the on prob- and tank the, things the for you. The problem that I'm running into is that's what everybody is saying. Everybody's like, "Yeah, dude, if you need help, like I'll I'll jump in, I'll play with the you." The core, the core of Destiny is playing with other people. It's yeah. not right. a solo so, game, right? But so what? So what I'm going to say is the problem is at the level that I'm at, everybody else has already had their fully leveled characters, and I'm like level 15. 
Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to do what I did with Diablo, which is like not just get carried through the fucking game. Right. No. Because when I played Diablo the first time, me and a group of friends put, bumped it out in a weekend, and I went from level zero to max level in like ten hours. And I left myself like going like I don't know how to play this game. Yeah. Like they were like, all right, see, you, we're logging off for the weekend, and I was like, what do I do? Like, see, I yeah. Well, the thing about the thing Destiny is really good at is like even if I'm level forty and I jump into your game, it won't be yeah a lot easier. It's it's very good at balancing itself. It, are are each is each enemy balanced to the player that like shoots no. at it or like how the fuck does that work no the way because i have i have guys that are level like level 40 mm-hmm. jumping in in like we're on the map they're level 40 they hop in and like enemies that i am killing kill them yeah so here's you know it, i think it nerfs uh, i think it nerfs to the, to the level of whoever's game it is so that, then that, that guy must suck then or no, something so what it is is that Destiny doesn't have destiny doesn't buff you when you're over leveled right but it nerfs you when you're under leveled Okay. So that's the way that it works. So like the base the base damage that a guy does to you is always the same uh for his level. I mean unless he's above you and then he does more damage than that. So like the guy's going to do the same amount of damage to you that he does to the other person. So he's equally as difficult. Um however, if he's a level 20 and you're a level 18, you're doing about uh 35 to 40% less damage to the character that's two levels above you. So that's the way the destiny works. So that's why um, sometimes it'll seem like it's easier for the people above you because the char- the things you're fighting are stronger. But as far as damage wise, those things like if you're playing, if you're a level twenty and you're playing a level twenty mission, the the other guy that's level forty or three hundred, excuse me, or whatever in that level. Um, he's going to take the same type of damage that you do. Now, he might have armor that gives him better boosting uh, to protect him, but generally, he can get killed just as easily as you. It's just a matter of um, experience and pattern recognition and that kind of stuff. I think it's also uh, a thing that, while it does have RPG elements, it doesn't actually have stats. Right. Well, yeah, I mean, I mean, it's your, but, I mean that, that would be the thing that would make the difference. The fact that it doesn't have stats and say, oh... It pro it takes about like six hits to kill you from full shield. Yeah, like that is that is like kind of a thing that's that's over everyone at all times. It like, and that's just because they don't have stats. Like if they had like defense stats or like any sort of other, things, I mean, then it would make a difference. They yeah. they exist, but they're not they're not the same way that an RPG is. Like, right, RPG right. has like this is your defense level, this is your armor level, this is your damage level, this is your DPS, this is blah blah blah. Whereas Destiny is like. Here is your light level. Well, Everything about you contributes to that. Yeah. There so you go. If the where it really gets deeper is with your subclass, you can tweak to tweak. <laughs> you can tweak your uh uh armor and your speed and your recovery abilities and that's There is actually a, a few pieces of armor that um specialize for certain subclasses. It'll say like um Take less damage when using an arc subclass or something like that. Uh-huh. Huh. Yeah. All I know is I play as a Titan and the ability to Brofist, yeah. punch people in their bitch face is the coolest thing in the whole world. Oh yeah, no, it's uh and Megan did, Falcon punch him. Megan did not believe me. She called me one day when I was I was like my day off and I'd just been playing Destiny and I was like, Yeah, I've just been sitting here punching aliens and she was like 
what are you playing? I was like, Destiny. She goes, you punch things in that game? I was like, yeah, it's pretty much how my main attack at this point is punching people. And she's like, that's weird. She walks in the door, and she turns around as my uh, my arc punch was charged fully, and I punched a guy into oblivion, and she goes, <laughs> okay, I can see why you would punch people. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, you're not wrong. Punching people as a titan is fun as hell. Mm. Like, they spin away, and dissipate and you're like what and for like and like me being a warlock i love being uh uh wow i can't remember the subclass the the lightning subclass uh, you storm can be crawler. storm caller thank you. you can, is that like the one that you're like emperor palpatine yeah. essentially that was so much fun where like your super is like you just throw lightning at people yeah. or something yeah. oh you'll get this um so like i was a i was running through uh the crota raid one time mm-hmm. as a, a void walker Mm-hmm. And I had the Obsidian Mind helmet. So we're running through the lamps part. Everyone mm-hmm. else is dead. It's just me left. I have probably upwards of a dozen thralls chasing me. And my super's just charged. I'm like, well, YOLO. I jump and I just nuke the whole lot of them. Super recharge Recharged instantly. instantly. Like that That's is, so I, fun. I fucking love the Obsidian Mind helmet. Like yeah. it's so good. Yeah. I, I, made, I made a warlock as well. I uh, I do what also do- enjoy I uh, I specifically reserve my Titan Super as the fuck this I'm out of here button. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so like if you I get swarmed by like a whole bunch of guys, I'm like, you know what? Nope and then I just blast them all away and run. There was a <laughs> uh, someone I saw a video of um of someone uh, who was at like the very top of like a rock formation on Mars and they were and they did the uh, the Titan suit the slam like all the way from the rock going straight down towards the ground into a group of enemies, but right before he hit the ground, they killed him. <laughs> I was just like, oh, man, that's, like, the biggest, like, lead-up. It was, like, the ultimate Destiny blue balls. Like, mm-hmm. like that would have been so fucking cool if it hit. I love Destiny. I, it's just, what is, what is your uh, class of choice? Um, I'm a, I, I made a warlock, and then my, my titan was my second, and I'm kind of working on my hunter right now. So. Yeah, I... Uh... I don't know. I I ran into this problem even like in games like Diablo, Borderlands, like that kind of thing. Um, I always just whatever class I pick first always winds up being my favorite. Right. Yeah. Like Nisha was the first character I picked playing the pre sequel. She's still my main like at forever. I will yeah, never like I picked up Claptrap. Yeah, I fucking love Claptrap. Um, but like and. It's really bad in Diablo because I picked up a seasonal character. I picked a monk in Diablo, and I learned that he has a move that it's a spin kick, except for it causes a bolt of lightning to land and kill (laughs) stuff. And I was like, after I discovered that, I was like, I will literally never play anything ever again. (laughs) I was like, this is it. This is the end of the world for me. I am here. It's like stupid because it's like it's supposed to be like a... A proximity attack, yeah. but that one glyph that you can put on that ability turns it into a fucking ranged attack. And like, I'll stand there and I'll just like spin kick like a lightning thousand times, kick. just lightning, lightning, lightning. <laughs> I was playing with Eric and we were just cackling like maniacs because <laughs> he he was playing a crusader and he'd like suck them all in right on him and I just like dash lightning right on top of him. <laughs> they all just die. It's like that's fucking awesome. That's fantastic. I love games like that. Nice. So okay, so I think we're gonna wrap up here. Um, I don't have the social media shit. I got it in my album. Huh? You got it in your head? Yeah. It's all up there and you're not. Go, Adam, go. If you want to find this podcast, you can find it on our website at commongeek.tv or even find us on Facebook and Twitter at the same handle. 
hashtag CGRT for Roundtable Podcast and tell us what you thought of this podcast and anything you want to see more or see less of. Including, <laughs> including David Moulton of the Dune Saga Podcast. <laughs> Of the uh, David Moulton of the soon-to-be Redwall podcast. <laughs> Telling you, fucking do it. That's, that was my suggestion to him was uh, Redwall next. You should oh, read nice. all of them. Why don't the encyclopedia is done? I, uh, I'm, a, I'm a particular fan of the Halo Extended Universe. I read, I, like uh, I read, went back and read Redwall itself for the first time since I was a child. And they, uh, Brian Jocks, who wrote that entire series, he didn't give a fuck about anything. <laughs> Because, okay, because, you know, it's it's essentially like heroic stories told yeah. with, like, rodents, essentially. It's like the whole thing about Redwall. Um, and at the beginning of the first book, they, there are horses, apparently, carrying a cart, which I can only assume is a full-size human horse and a full-size human cart. And then from that point on, the actual scale of the stories just doesn't make any sense. Like you, like the whole thing takes place in an abbey. The abbey being Redwall, right? And you have no. I from that point, that scene with the horse threw everything into disarray for me because I had always assumed that the buildings and the weapons and all that stuff were mouse sized, right? You didn't think it was like so. A like typical, I didn't. I like, didn't. I didn't. Like think that five there, goes west. It was like yeah. I didn't think that like there were actual full size fucking horses. That's terrifying. When you consider the size that a rodent house would be, <laughs> so yeah, that it all fucked me up. It, it's as an adult going back and reading it, it was a nightmarish experience. <laughs> My entire childhood was like. So anyway, uh, you can find me on Twitter at tvojr, and you can find Adam. You can find me on Twitter and Facebook at Adam El Jefe. Jefe, the J is silent. Dave, you can find me on all the interwebs as DB Moulton. Twitter, Facebook, whatever you want. And you can find the Dune Saga Podcast at dunesagapodcast.com. Great. All right, cool. Um, I think that... Is this it? Did we hit everything? I don't want Robert More or to... More less. I don't want Robert to come at me for... Uh, I do remember Saturday was uh, Pokemon Day. Pokemon. Right. It's been 20 years since Pokemon was released. Felicia Day posted a photo of herself dressed up. Oh, it's adorable. Did you know that I um, am still on my journey to catch them all? I, I know. And it's gotten a lot easier, hasn't it? Uh, yep. I have my Mew now, so that's one down and an entire year's worth of Pokemon left to go. Two. Two what? I've got two of them. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, I could just go get as many as I, I fucking know. want, but uh, I'm... I, I apparently had an pure. extra from the, from the stock that I grabbed, so I was like, good thing I have both games. I have two Mews now. I'm being a purist, you know. I'm just one... I want a living Pokedex. No, I want to water down the experience wholeheartedly. Are you Are you familiar with the idea of a living Pokedex, Dave? It's no. literally it's literally owning one of everything. Yeah. Oh. I mean, you have enough slots in the Pokemon bank to do it, don't you? Correct. I got to release a whole bunch of extra shit I have, but whatever. From we'll... every game? <laughs> huh? From every game? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All well, 718. You pass them from game to game? Yes. Yeah. Uh, well, no. Uh, there's like a there's there... a barrier there somewhere, but yeah. It doesn't matter. Um, yeah. There, it, it's possible, as far as I've been told, uh, in the current generation, XY Ruby Sapphire... Uh, it is possible to catch them all yes. in those just those four games. Yes. So, except for the legendaries, which luckily Nintendo is giving away. So, mm-hmm. yeah, problem solved. Our great Lord and Savior Arceus. That was the one. Okay, we're done here. Um, 
You know what's really... It's funny, though, that we're talking about Pokemon, because you know what's like a, a recurring theme in Pokemon games, especially Gold and Silver? What's that? Calling your mom. <laughs> 